Greetings, my name is Stan Prager from the Regarp book blog, www.regarp.com. Today's podcast features my review of Ancient Bones, Unearthing the Astonishing New Story of How We Became Human, by Madeline Bolme, Rudiger Braun, and Florian Breyer. In southern Greece in 1944, German forces constructing a wartime bunker reportedly unearthed a single mandible that paleontologist Bruno von Freiburg incorrectly identified as an extinct old world monkey. A decades later re-examination by another paleoanthropologist determined that the tooth instead belonged to a 7.2 million year old extinct species of great ape, which in 1972 was dubbed Grycopithecus freibergi and came to be more popularly known as El Greco. Another tooth was discovered in Bulgaria in 2012. Then, in 2017, an international team led by German paleontologist Madeleine Bolme conducted an analysis that came to the astonishing conclusion that El Greco in fact represents the oldest hominin, our oldest direct human ancestor. At the same time, Bolme challenged the scientific consensus that all humans are out of Africa with her competing North Side story that suggests Mediterranean ape ancestry instead. Both of these notions remain widely disputed in the paleontological community. In Ancient Bones, Unearthing the Astonishing New Story of How We Became Human, Balme, with co-authors Rudiger Braun and Florian Breyer, advances this North Side story with a vengeance, scorning the naysayers and intimating the presence of some wider conspiracy in the paleontological community to suppress findings that dispute the status quo. Balme brings other ammunition to the table, including the so-called Traculose footprints, the 5.7 million-year-old potentially hominin footprints found on Crete, which, if fully substantiated, would make these more than 2.5 million years earlier than the footprints of Australopithecus afarensis found in Tanzania. Perhaps these were made by El Greco. And then there's Balme's own discovery of the 11.6 million-year-old Danubius gugunmosi, an extinct species of great ape she uncovered near the town of Forzen in southern Germany, which according to the author revolutionizes the origins of bipedalism. Throughout, she positions herself as the lonely voice in the wilderness, shouting truth to power. I lack the scientific credentials to quarrel with Bolme's assertions, but I have studied paleoanthropology as a layman long enough to both follow her arguments and to understand why accepted authorities would be reluctant to embrace her somewhat outrageous claims that are after all based on rather thin evidence. But for the uninitiated, some background to this discussion is in order. While human evolution is in itself not controversial, for scientists at least, Christian evangelicals are another story. The theoretical process of how we ended up as Homo sapiens sapiens, the only living members of genus Homo, based upon both molecular biology and fossil evidence, has long been open to spirited debate in the field, especially because new fossil finds occur with some frequency, and the rules of somewhat secretive peer-reviewed scholarship that lead to publication in scientific journals often delays what should otherwise be breaking news. Paleontologists have long been known to disagree vociferously with one another, sometimes spawning feuds that erupt in the public arena, such as the famous one in the 1970s between the esteemed pedigreed Richard Leakey and Donald Johansson over Johansson's discovery and identification of the 3.2 million-year-old Australopithecine Lucy, which was eventually accepted by the scientific community over Leakey's objections. At one time, it was said that all hominin fossils could be placed on one single large table. Now there are far more than that, Homo, Australopithecine, and many that defy simple categorization. Also, at one time, human evolution was envisioned as a direct progression from primitive to sophistication. But today, it is accepted that rather than a tree, our own evolution can best be imagined as a bush with many relatives, 
and many of those relatives not on a direct path to the humans that walk the earth today. Another controversy has been between those who favored an out-of-Africa origin for humanity and those who advanced what used to be called the multi-regional hypothesis. Since all living Homo sapiens sapiens are very, very closely related to each other, even more closely related than chimpanzees that live in different parts of Africa today, multi-regionalism smacked a bit of the illogical and has largely fallen out of favor. The scholarly consensus that Bome takes head-on is that humans can clearly trace their ancestry back to Africa. Another point that should be made is that there are loud voices of white supremacist race science proponents outside of the scientific community whom without any substantiation vehemently oppose the out-of-Africa origin theory for racist political purposes, as underscored in Angela Saini's brilliant recent book, Superior, The Return of Race Science. This is not to suggest that Bolme is racist, nor that her motives should be suspect. There is zero evidence that is the case, but the reader must be aware of the greater noise that circulates around this topic. My most pointed criticism of ancient bones is that it is highly disorganized, meandering between science and polemic, and unexpected later chapters that read like a college textbook on human evolution. It is often hard to know what to make of it. And it's difficult for me to accept that there is a larger conspiracy in the paleoanthropological community to preserve out of Africa against better evidence that few beyond Bome and her allies have turned up. The author also makes a great deal of identifying singular features in both El Greco and Danubius that she insists must establish that her hypotheses are the only correct ones. But as those who are familiar with the work of noted paleoanthropologists John Hawkes and Lee Berger are well aware, mosaics, primitive and more advanced characteristics occurring in the same hominin are far more common than one suspected, and thus should give pause to those tempted to conclusions that actual evidence does not unambiguously support. As noted earlier, I am not a paleontologist or even a scientist, and thus I am far from qualified to peer-review Bome's arguments or pronounce judgment on her work. But as a layman with some familiarity with the current scholarship, I remain unconvinced. She also left me uncomfortable with what appears to be a lack of respect for rival ideas and for those who failed to find concordance with her conclusions. More significantly, her book is poorly edited and too often lacks focus. Still, for those like myself who want to stay current with the latest twists and turns in the ever-developing story of human evolution, at least some portions of Ancient Bones might be worth a read. Thank you for joining me for today's podcast. I encourage you to share it in your network. Many more reviews on an eclectic array of fiction and nonfiction books are available at regarp.com and regarpbookblogpod.com. Have a great day.